Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Women on Wednesday on the Dana Barrett Show. Women on Wednesday, and one of my faves is joining us in the studio right now. Kara Brown is here. She is she's like the CEO of a of a bunch of things, but mostly Smith Brown Marketing. And maybe today the Dana Barrett Show. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'll just be the CEO today. You could be promoted. Fine. I'm that's uh, awesome. It's all good. It wouldn't be the first time someone's asked me to run their business for them. Well, you know what? Good idea. I like it. Yeah. Would you well, take over more than once? Well, you know I understand that because it's hard to run a business. It is, and you know that firsthand. I do. Um, okay, so. I feel like we're like back at old home week because we've had you on before and because we've known each other for a long time. But uh, but Kara is is running a big marketing company now with big numbers to show for it, right? <laughs> no, big, but well, yeah. I mean, listen, big for me, big for women. Th- this is if what we're going to talk about that conversation. It is big for women in general. Yeah. All right. So just spit out the number, Missy. So one point seven percent of female founders will break a million dollars in revenue, and you have done so, and we have done so. I bow to thee. Well, I appreciate that. I don't know if it deserves a bow, but well, I bow. <laughs> we're not worthy. And it's, it's not a point that we say like to build ourselves up by any stretch, but because we want to break down that barrier. Well, I think there's a, an important point to that, which is it can be done. Yeah. Um, and you've proven that. And it is not easy. And so I don't think we want anybody to think like you just breezed into that. You worked your tushy off. So um, talk a little bit about sort of how the company came to be and how you got from I want to do this to make, you know, making that kind of money. Yeah, it's a, it's a long story. I'll keep it super short, but um, was very fortunate in my 20s. I was the sort of under 20. They, they have a number in these Silicon Valley startups. Like I was like number 12 or I was number 10. Or right. I was under 20. Right. At a company called Echo Global Logistics. I was super fortunate. The business grew 3,000% in three years. And my name is actually on the IPO press release. Cool. So that was really cool. So I was 26 or something really young. Probably didn't even appreciate how great that was when it was happening. I had happening. no idea. Yeah. My <laughs> boss came over and he was like, hey, we're going to go public. Here's the banker's business card. Can you go figure out what we need to do for like the website and stuff? I was like, no problem. Problem, boss. Do you want to tell me what I, you know? What I'm gonna Google IPO. I'm good. I'm Google. <laughs> so, and this is 2007. So this was before. I mean, Facebook was still .edu. There wow, was yeah. no like exit strategy, right? Like when I took this job, my dad was like, "Well, it's a startup, so it'll fail, but that's cool because you're 24." So you can always fix that. Right. And we IPO'd, which is an incredible experience. I can't take credit for the running of the business, but I was really fortunate to be a part of that team. Yep. Fast forward to being back in Chicago, had a couple of babies, like a lot of moms started sending emails for friends. Uh, and also did not name one of them Archie, but just I did saying. not name them Archie, although okay. maybe I should have. Um, okay. Might know. have been a whole different world. A whole different, in a whole different world. They're <laughs> girls. That would be weird, but you know. Hey. hey whatever. You know. <laughs> Weirder things have happened. So, uh, yeah, so I ended up in Chicago, moved to Atlanta, and after sort of trying to decide what was going to happen next, restarted the business here in Atlanta about two years ago with an all-female team. And then when I heard this metric here in Atlanta, I was like, well, I'm going to double down on this. Like, this is no longer just uh, me sending emails for my friends in my house. I'm going to build a real team. 
Yeah. And so here we are. Yeah. So so the num- so wait, I missed what year that was. What year did, did you start in Atlanta? So 2017, we started okay. in Atlanta. So this is only two years in. Yeah. So we did it in less than 24 months. We hit the million dollar mark in less than 24 months. All right. So what's the secret? What's the magic pill, secret. the secret sauce? You know, you know what, the actual secret that I tell women is work for bigger dollars. Uh, okay. I know that's a really important tip, I think. Yeah. And it's a challenge for us, right? So I'm a traditional B2B marketing consulting shop. There's nothing really fancy about what we do. But a lot of women just sell themselves short. So they hustle and they hustle and they hustle for a $1,000 check yeah. or a $2,000 check. Yep. And if you can hustle for a $250,000 check... It's a hell of a lot easier to get to a million dollars. It's a really, really interesting point, right? Because uh, you only have a certain number of hours in the day, right? So even the people that are bringing in the big bucks are only doing it in a certain number of hours in that same day. Yeah. So, so therefore, they're not hustling more hours. Yeah. Right? You can have a bigger team. Sure. Right? But, but then your margins margins get squished because sure. they pay those people. You sure. can outsource it to sure. the third world, but you still got to manage that stuff. So sure. there's ways around it. But even today, and like the million dollars is the floor, right? Like, let's be honest. Like, we're not I'm, not, I'm not building a massive business, like consultant shop by consultant shop. But right. we are now in the challenge of how do we hustle for bigger dollars? Yes. So I- that's going upstream to larger enterprise clients, charging more for the hourly rate. We have all that. So there's always work to be done. It's not like... You get there and then you stop growing. Obviously, I think that's a really good point. Kara Brown hanging out with us right now, CEO of Smith Brown Marketing, also a member of the Women's Entrepreneurship Initiative uh, here in Atlanta, about to graduate from that program uh, yeah. later this week. Very exciting. Um, but I think you you make a really important point, Kara, and that is even just that women undervalue themselves all the time, whether it's their business pricing or their personal pricing for consulting services or even in a job interview. Um, it is it is. A known thing. It's documented. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about all of the studies about a man will apply for a job if he has 60% of the criteria completed and a woman wait till she has 100%. I and mean, there's, it's documented. I think one of the things, one of the mentor, my mentors is Bernie Dixon. She runs Launchpad 2X, which is another incredible um, organization for female entrepreneurs in Atlanta, which is why I love Atlanta for being a female entrepreneur. And her whole, um, her whole sort of, sort of, uh, um, the, the whole piece of the that she builds for Launchpad, yeah. the foundation, excuse me, that she builds it on is confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And some of us are born with it. I was very fortunate. I've been confident since I was a child for absolutely no good reason. <laughs> like, <laughs> no good reason for the shocking level of confidence. Like, there was actually a great story. I was training for an Ironman, and we were driving down the road, like a long road in Chicago to get to some biking thing. And I was like, it's this way. And everyone was like, I don't, I don't think it's that way. But man, she really sounds sure about it. We were going the wrong way. Like I, So I just had this insane confidence. And <laughs> and a lot of times it's not okay to be confident, specifically in the corporate setting. Yeah. So a confident woman is told to zip it. She's told to get a filter. She's told to be quiet in the meeting. Yeah. And being an entrepreneur, that's no longer an issue, right? Yeah, right. I'm allowed to be who I am and super confident because I'm a CEO now. For a lot of women, I don't know if it's in their who they are, their makeup of who they are, and so they're, they're not born that way, or they're just told to not be that way through their corporate experience and they can't really break out of it. Yeah. So confidence is what we spend a lot of time on. 
Yeah, I think it's a huge issue. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because you could also look at it as a marketing challenge when you're marketing yourself, I right? Love that. I mean, and as a marketing expert, right? It's not just about, uh, even if you don't feel that confidence, it's like, how do I package myself uh, and sell myself, market myself to the job interviewer, uh, to a, a client, a would be client or whatever? Until you make it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and say that big number. I have to tell you, even for myself um, with pricing, I've had to sort of like inch it up a little bit and get used to saying the slightly higher number and then go to the next slightly higher number. And then and, and each time I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if I can do it, <laughs> yeah. you know, because and that's you just, totally can. But that's but just in how the back we, of your mind. Yeah. I'll never forget when I took a, my first big girl job and I told my dad that I wanted to get paid one hundred thousand dollars. And I was like 26. And he's like, well, they're not going to pay you that. You're not worth that. And I was like, mm hmm, hold my beer, right? Yeah. Like, watch this, <laughs> right? And yeah. my dad's an amazing human and he's always been my biggest cheerleader, but that level of self doubt, and it's, it's just what we live with, right? right. I do, I'm the same way, like 100% the same way. And every time we have sort of a stumbling block, I go back to the original pricing and it's a little bit lower because maybe I get a little more scared. It's a little riskier to ask for more money. But at the end of the day, like if you just go in there and tell people what you're worth, nine times out of ten they pay for it. And you also know that your pricing is too low when people aren't asking for a discount. Good point. Also, I think interesting side note, we're almost out of time, but interesting side note, if you underprice yourself, people think you're not good. Yeah, well, you get what you pay for. Well, they're like, oh, that's cheap. That must not be worth anything. I'll right. just find something better. And they'll pay more money to someone else because who might not even be as good as you and because they perceive value. Exactly. And it's yeah. really hard for women to have conversations about money with other women. Yeah. So having this conversation about these like round numbers is okay. But if right. you and I sat down over cocktails and I was like, you should be charging $50,000 for that. Like that's a conversation. I that... would go like, um, bartender. <laughs> Kara needs to hold. She needs someone to hold her beer. <laughs> but I think we don't talk. We don't talk real numbers. Yeah. And I know men that talk real numbers. Yeah. Yeah, well, it has to happen. Um, listen, before I let you go, Kara, because I know you and I could really do like four shows together, <laughs> just nonstop. Uh, what's next for Smith Brown Marketing? What's next for you? Just growth, just getting out there, pounding the streets, helping clients close doors on their clients too. So making sure people are, everybody's making money. Economy's great right now. Let's Everybody should money. be making money. Everybody. B2B clients, any particular sectors? Yeah, so we love all things transportation. We just launched Lead Coverage, which is a joint venture between me and my friend Will, Will Haraway, who runs Backbeat. He is a PR professional in the supply chain space. That's a job. <laughs> and uh, we partner on all things transportation. That's my background. I love it. All right. Well, Kara, I'm so glad to know you and, and so happy that you were able to come in today. Congratulations on Thank all the amazing you. success. Thanks so much for having us on. Absolutely. Of course, uh, that again, Kara Brown uh, from Smith Brown Marketing. We'll post a link to all things Kara on our show notes page at DanaBarrett.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.